BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. So wide open, Barcelo again. AB for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon and a very Merry Christmas, Cougar fans. Welcome once again into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars face Liberty. The winner gets the third-place finish in the Diamond Head Classic. Well, the Cougars lost to Vanderbilt on Thursday night, 69-67. to The Cougars led for a large portion of that game, but... It was a combination of too many turnovers and Vandy Scotty Pippen Jr. taking over that really did BYU in. Oh, and the obvious missed call at the end of the game where Alex Barcelo was absolutely hammered on a shot that would have allowed the 90% free throw shooter to tie the game up at the time. However, the call was not made and BYU dropped to 10-3 and with the loss. Yeah, you kind of would have thought with two days in between, maybe the, uh, the angst of the no-call would have simmered down a little bit, but it was still a really bad no-call. But nonetheless, BYU took the loss, and they are now facing Liberty, the Flames of Liberty. A bright spot in the loss, though, was certainly the play of Fusene Traore, who finished with nine points and a career-high 15 rebounds. And Fus has been steadily getting better and is looking more and more comfortable with his minutes. He played really, really well, and that's something... Uh, that is certainly going to pay dividends for the Cougars as this season continues and we get closer to West Coast Conference play. That's one of the things when we talk with Mark Durant come up in our next segment. want to get his thoughts on Foose and, uh, and just uh, how much more comfortable he's looking and what type of role Mark sees him playing with this team uh, as we get further and further into the season. Well, the Cougars had yesterday off, at least from the uh, from a game standpoint, and have been preparing for today's matchup with Liberty. The Flames, like the Cougars, had hoped to be playing in the championship game today, but a loss to Stanford on Thursday put an end to that for Liberty, despite 41 points from Darius McGee. That's right, 41 points, and you're going to want to remember that name Darius McGee. Believe me, the BYU defense certainly knows him. He leads Liberty in scoring. He averages 21 points and three rebounds despite only being 5'9". And by the way, I'm also allowed to say only 5'9 because I'm 5'9". So it's like one of those things where when it's yourself or somebody similar, you can kind of say it. One thing that uh, that uh, you can make sure that you're going to need to be aware with McGee is his three-point shooting. He is number one in the nation in three-point field goals made and attempts, keeping a defender on him specifically along the perimeter will be key. 6'6 swingman Keegan McDowell also averaging in double figures. He is scoring 11 points per game. And uh, again, this will be a little bit different than the type of opponents that BYU has seen over the last couple of weeks. We've talked so much about guys in the post and guys that are these double-double machines that are you know, scoring 15 points and grabbing 10, 11 rebounds. Uh, that's not what this team is in, with Liberty. This, this is you got to pay attention to their guard. It's Darius McGee is, is lethal from three, as we mentioned. So it'll be a little bit different task than what we've seen BYU's defense face over the last couple of weeks. All right, time now for our pregame interview. And today, Greg Rubel was able to catch up with assistant coach Cody Feger. And Coach Feger talks about having to sit on that loss to Vanderbilt for two days. 
Yeah, I don't know if there's a good thing about waiting a day in between a loss. It's kind of like you just want to get there and play again. And, you know, it's, it's got to be any frustration that you have from losing, things like that. You gotta, like we talk about every day, we turn frustration into what, Rubes? Fight. We turn it into fight every single day. And and um, we, we talk about just getting better, right? Like focus on what we did, what we did poorly and what we need to do to fix it and get better and that's kind of what we're focusing on and and all that frustration we have right now as a group we're going to turn that into some fight in a lot of ways you did a lot of the things you want to do to win a basketball game against Vandy the turnover number sticks out yeah we really addressed that and uh, spent a lot of time talking to the team about that and uh, as a staff um, and and hopefully we'll find a better result but that that's definitely something that we've talked about we've looked at spent a lot of time in and our guys know how important it is valuing that ball. I mean, we gave those guys, what, 19 extra possessions. So, I mean, that's a huge deal uh, for any team. Um, so it's really important that we shore that thing up. What do you find that's fixable in that issue that's cropped up in the last couple of weeks? Uh, the, the, the biggest one from last game, that, that he really wasn't a huge one in the previous games, but last game was the, all the charges we, we just ran into. Um, and as staff, we've actually done a, you know, our players have done a pretty good job for the most part on charges this year where we work on um, you know playing off two feet so getting a jump stop before the charge comes or keeping our dribble alive that we just kind of dribble around the charge so those are two things that we address with our team and and um, we just talked about how just how valuable it is and important it is um, uh, we've had a couple of illegal screen issues um, so that's another issue that we talked about how to be set and our guards need to wait and this and that so there's a couple things that we're, we're shoring up and um, you know a couple of themes that that we had to get better at switching gears now to liberty a bunch of good storylines whether it's pack line defense or whether it's darius mcgee himself or how much threes play into both sides for them it's an interesting matchup yes it is i mean they're they're a, it's a really fun team to watch you know uh this this darius mcgee is just he's steph curry he's steph curry and it's so fun to watch him play and all the shots he's getting off and and how he gets them and the team just goes to screen for him and then they go to screen for him and then he passes the ball out and then they go to screen for him and he's just a jet and he plays you know plays a really really fun fun style fun way and i know i'm not going to be feeling that tomorrow when we play but um you know our guys are really excited about it really excited about this challenge um, and all five guys need to be aware of him at all times because he can he can get. It, I mean, he had 41, yeah. and and just the way he plays, it's 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 entertaining. Just the the, the pace he plays at and how he gets these shots off because he they say he's five nine, but I hear yeah. he's five seven, and so who knows? He's got a 40 inch vertical, and it's 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 going to be an exciting deal. So Steph has a few inches on him, but he's a small college guy playing a lot of the same way Steph does. No. No question. I mean, it's it's. We actually have a couple of our actions in. We call Curry, and he runs off a lot of those Curry actions for his team here. So, so we do talk about that, and 
um, our guys are locked in and focused on him, you know. Um, and this is a really good Liberty team. They're tough as nails defensively. Um, and their their bigs are strong, and they're going to hit you over and over again. So we got to play with some force, and we got to be tough offensively. We got to get to the offensive glass, and uh, you know, play for each other. A lot of threes go up, but they go up in a slower tempo for Liberty. They're not just jacking everything up; they run stuff to get threes, often late in the clock. Yes, they do, and that's those are the frustrating teams, like the old Air Force teams mm-hmm. and St. Mary's in a way, and, and St. Mary's. Yes, yeah. exactly right. That you know, you guard them for. 20, 25 seconds every possession, they get a shot up, and then they if they get the offensive rebounder, that's a killer for you, right? So our guys know that these guys are going to run their run their stuff, and it's going to take a while, and once they get a shot up, we better go hit first and get that rebound. What do you like about what you've seen from BYU in the first two days, and how important is it to kind of head home the right way? I like how we've played really hard, uh, you know. Um, the last two games, the guys have really just battled and played hard. Obviously, we didn't come out with the outcome we wanted to, but they're playing really hard and they're playing for each other. And they're in like, they're just in the right, you know, kind of spirit right now, I feel like, as a team, where they're just like, all right, I don't want to watch any more film. I don't want to do this. Let's go play. So that's what I'm excited about. One last note on uh, Darius McGee his 41 points tied the Diamond Head Classic tournament record. Do you know who said it? I know all this stuff, Roops. Not all of it, just a couple of things. But Chase Fisher, oh, the Chase Fisher, right. the best dude ever. So, yes. Of course you would know that. All right. Cody, thank you for the preview. Appreciate it. Good luck against Liberty and safe travels. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, too. Thanks. My thanks once again to Greg Rubel for, uh, for getting these interviews for us this week while the team has been in Hawaii, and certainly thanks to uh, Coach Feger. Yeah, the three things uh, that really jumped out to me and that they talked about, and I think really will be key for whoever can win this game today, the, the three things to pay attention to, the team that can control the pace, the team that can be the most physical, and then obviously threes. Whether you're making them or defending them, those are the three things, the threes, the pace, and physicality. I think those are the three big keys to find out today. The team that can do the best at all three of those, or maybe two of the three, probably going to come out victorious today. Coming up next, we will head to the Stan Sheriff Center for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. We'll find out what Mark Durant got for Christmas today. It is Christmas. Hopefully you're having a good Christmas and we having uh, having, a, having a good basketball game to listen to coming up in just a little bit. BYU and Liberty coming your way in just a little bit. We'll have more Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It is a Christmas edition of Cougar Pregame Live. Welcome back, everybody. Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. Merry Christmas, Mark. How are you? Oh, I'm doing magnificent, my friend. Merry Christmas to you and Merry Christmas to everyone out there, Cougar fans. And, you know, it's one of the great things about this job is wherever I go, whether it's Hawaii or Missouri or wherever, I, I get to meet awesome people and Cougar fans, and, and they're always so kind to me. So Merry Christmas to, to everyone. And, you know, I'm, it's like it's like the Who's in Whoville, man. It, we, we didn't have a lot of presents here. We, we just brought a couple with us in our one suitcase. Uh, but we had an amazing Christmas morning, and to be here with my family, 
uh, in such a beautiful place, uh, wonderful people here, here in Hawaii, and to be able to enjoy that together as a family. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. So we had a wonderful Christmas and Christmas morning, and uh, I'm and then to get to, to play basketball and watch basketball in the afternoon. That's that's a pretty good day. So Merry Christmas, everyone, and I hope you're having a great. A great day, and uh, hopefully it'll get even better with these Cougars. Well, uh, that was that was so positive and so spot on. I I, I hate to even transition to turnovers because <laughs> that's what I wanted to, to ask yeah, you. Yeah. BYU was a little bit too into the giving mood the other day. So I mean, look, turnovers have been an issue that the coaches have talked about in recent games, and you know we mentioned it going into that game against Vanderbilt, how important of a stat it was going to be, and it turned out to be massive. Yeah, I mean, it was it was the determining determining factor. We talked that it would be, and it was. And if BYU was able to take care of the ball, they'd probably win. And if they didn't, it would they'd probably lose because that's how, you know, that's how uh, Vanderbilt plays. They like to turn you over, and and then they were in the game. Uh, I think BYU had a chance to kind of pull away a little bit, but because Vanderbilt was into the game, then then you're in a position where a guy can take over if he gets hot, and that's what happened uh, with. Uh, with Vanderbilt and, and Scottie Pippen Jr., and he, he got feeling it. And if you're in a tight game and another on the other team, there's almost very very little you can do when a guy's feeling. He's in the zone. You know, we talk about that all the time. And, and he got there and was able to, to kind of finish off BYU. BYU had chances at the end, but uh, it was it was the turnovers that kind of did him in. So the question then is, Jason, how do you address that? Well, first of all, and, and Coach Figure talked about it with Greg, it's a kind of a mindset. You you have to acknowledge the problem and uh, really be aware of it and focus on how much you need to value the basketball. And it's, uh, it's a tough, f- f- a fine line t- to walk because you want to be aggressive. You want to play fast. You want to do all those things. And, and sometimes that requires a little bit of risk. But you just kind of have to assess the risk. You have to be reasonable. You have to think, even if I do get the ball here, is that really going to help our team? Uh, and, uh, for instance, if, if a big guy gets it at the top of the key and he tries to make a lob pass down low over a defender, I mean, that has to be a perfect pass. And even if the, the, the guy gets it, he's going to have a defender on his back. And he's going to be under – is that really going to be the best spot to even have him get the ball? So the discretion sometimes is a better part of Valachay. No, that's not it. That's, that's too risky. Uh, and then kick it out. Another time, though, maybe you have a back door and you kind of have to thread the needle, but it leads directly to a layup, and it's worth the risk. And so you got to kind of factor in all that. It's harder for younger guys to do it. Uh, I, I would hope uh, Alex and Tijan can be a little bit better because they know they know better. Some guys don't really know better, but those two do. And, and obviously it's hard because teams do a lot defensively against them. That it, It's frustrating and it's hard. And, uh, and a lot of those turnovers came. Uh, on on offensive fouls, whether it's the the screens that that uh, Cody was talking about out front, or just being smart on dribble penetration and knowing that's what teams want to do, and don't leave your feet. And uh, you know, it, you can do a lot actually to to kind of reverse the the problems that you're having with turnovers. You're always going to have some, but you just don't want it to be the the determining factor like it was uh, yes or two days ago. Jason, can you hear me? There we go. Sorry about that. That was a, that was an operator error on my end, by the way. Um, <laughs> I was probably just droning on, and, and you just got, <laughs> you fell asleep maybe. I don't know what happened. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> Fusina Troyer is one of the bright spots in that game against Vanderbilt, and he's being rewarded today 
with a start. He's going to get the start at the five. Atiki Ali Atiki uh, will move back to the bench. So this will be Foose's first career start with BYU. Um, he truly played really well with the nine points and the career-high 15 rebounds. Uh, what do you make of this change to put him into the starting lineup? Uh, it's the right move, and he deserves it, and the team is better with him on the floor. You know, we all love Atiki, and he'll get really good, but he's he makes some bad decisions, and he's raw, and uh, and the team is better with Foose on the floor. You see the plus-minus numbers and efficiency numbers. He, he is really good, and he's kind of got it figured out. So he, he's had the, these games under his belt this season so far, and now he's – I think he's got it figured out how he needs to play, and Atiki's not quite there yet. So he needs to get the the overwhelming majority of the minutes at five. Atiki can come in and do some good work spelling him, and you know have maybe go small at times. But he's terrific. He's a great defender, really long. Even when he doesn't block shots, which he does, he he alters shots. Uh, he's a big, strong, you know, barrel-chested guy that's not easily pushed around, yep. and he makes good decisions. So. That, that's a no-brainer to me, and and you could obviously he's undersized at the five, but he he, he plays bigger he than plays he is. Plays bigger than his size. Yep. There's no question yeah, about he, it. D- definitely. So, but but the point is, guys can still play those positions they're used to playing. So yeah, that, that's definitely the right move. And he and I think Caleb Lohner, too have played really well in this tournament. You know, you, Caleb is frustrating at times. That you know that couple turnovers late in that one, and had a tough time guarding uh, Pippen, which really wasn't his man. I mean, you can't blame. Caleb on he beats two guys and then Caleb's back there trying to keep up with a quick little guard running around hoop but I thought he was really good I think he's finally starting to get confident offensively he hit a really nice three every every close in shot he he made and it was nice and not you know sometimes it was just you felt like it was just kind of a bowl in a china shop thing trying to get that ball in the hoop but I, I think he's figuring it out and so if you've got Foose and Caleb that are an offensive prep uh, uh, an offensive presence down there. They're terrific, big, strong guys, great rebounders and good defenders. I mean, that is the most important thing. And Alex and, and, and Tijan were a little bit off, and that probably was the reason BYU lost the game. I don't have to put everything on them, but they usually perform better, and BYU didn't need to be much better to win that game. And, but guys are going to have off nights, but I was really pleased with the big men, Foose and, and Caleb. I thought they were they're really good and, and are getting better, which is a really nice sign for BYU. Mark, last thing, McGee is the guy to pay attention to, and anytime that uh, you're brought up, your name is brought up in comparison to anything that Steph Curry can do, people immediately <laughs> will start paying attention to what they're talking about. Coming off the 41 yeah. points, he leads the nation in, in three-point field goal attempts and makes. This guy is an absolute handful. What do you do to try and slow him down tonight? Yeah, I mean, no one ever compared me to anyone good when I played. It was like <laughs> Kurt Rambis or maybe if I was lucky or something like that. But, yeah, he's very similar. Uh, he can shoot. What I like about him is he got the 41 points, shot 28 times. But, I mean, he made 13. That's a good percentage. Yeah. And he shoots a high percentage from three. It's not like he's just Allen Iverson just every shot he's just jacking up and maybe goes – nine for 40 and gets 44 i mean he, he, he he's a good shooter and they run a lot of stuff for him i mean the next highest uh scorer in that game for liberty was six points so you can afford to devote a lot to, to darius mcgee to try and stop him switch everything if you're the man assigned to him never leave him never help never do anything this this is what a lot of teams do to alex barcella by the way 
and, and make the rest of the team beat you. And if they can beat you, that's fine. But what you've got to do is just slow him down some. And if you can do that, I think you have a great chance to win. But he's, you know, 5'9", but he's – he is terrific. I, I'm looking. We've seen some good players in this tournament. I'm yeah. looking forward to watching him play, just so I can say, yeah, I saw him play once. But BYU ha will have their work cut out for him. Mark, thank you so much for the insight. As always, Merry Christmas to you. If Greg's on headset sitting next to you, Greg, Merry Christmas to you as well. Uh, we will hear both of you guys coming up in just a few minutes. Thanks. Hey, thanks, Jason. We'll see you. All right, there we go. That is Mark Durant in our courtside conversation from Hawaii. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Quick timeout. Back to wrap up Cougar pregame live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented as always by Mountain America Credit Union, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, nearing tip-off between the BYU Cougars and the Liberty Flames. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win today, pizza will be 50% off at PapaJohns.com on Monday when you use the online promo code BYU50. This offer good at any Utah location. All right, coming up at halftime, we've got lots of scores from the NBA today. It's Christmas Day, which means lots of games in the National Basketball Association. We'll go over those during halftime, plus a couple games in the NFL. It's all coming up at halftime, but coming up next, it is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. That's where we're sending you next. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. Also brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon, aloha, and mele kalikimaka, Cougar basketball fans. And for the third and final time, we welcome you courtside inside the Stan Sheriff Center on the campus of the University of Hawaii in Honolulu for BYU's closing game in the 2021 Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. It is the third place game between the BYU Cougars and the Liberty Flames. This program out of the Atlantic Sun Conference coming to the Pacific Ocean Islands of Hawaii to face BYU for the second time all time. I am Greg Grubel. I'll have your play-by-play -play call this afternoon and evening. Joining me on the headset, the former BYU Ironman Mark Durant. And Mark, in its latest try to win a tournament in Hawaii, BYU has come up short. BYU now 0 for 10 when it comes to Hawaiian tournament titles. But the Cougs can win a place on the podium, if you will with a third-place finish, and that's the objective today. But standing in the way, one of the most electric, under-the-radar players in college basketball. Liberty point guard Darius McGee scored 41 two days ago against Stanford, tying the tournament record set by BYU's Chase Fisher on this floor six years ago. Yeah, I'm really excited, Greg, to see this guy play because, you know, he's 5'9", and to do that is pretty remarkable. And you know teams are doing everything against stop the highest score besides him in the game against Stanford, six points. And so you know Stanford was doing everything they could to stop him. He still gets 41 points. I'm going to go back in time, Greg, see, see how that computer of a, a brain of yours can remember this guy. Greg Brown, 
Played at New Mexico. WAC Player of the Year, 93-94, 5-7. One of the hardest players I ever played against. One of the best players I ever played against. 5-7, and we could not stop him. It was so, it was crazy. He's just so small, but he could get around you and find the space, and you just couldn't stop him. And uh, I think that's probably a little bit of what Darius can do. But Darius is more of a, a three-point guy, I think, and can find the spot. So what you have to do, obviously you're going to devote a lot of resources to stopping him. Whoever's got the primary guard has to stick with him. Don't help. Don't leave. Stay chest to chest like you and I right here, Greg. Don't leave him. And then everyone else is looking to help on the screens. Help. Help. Leave your man if you have to. Help, 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 help. If you get beat by someone else, so be it. But you've got to take him out of his game because he can single-handedly beat you. Almost did it to Stanford yet, uh, two days ago. He is Mark Durant. Mark Pope is coming up next as the Cougar pregame coaches show continues from Honolulu on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Tune to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin your host, Greg Grubel. Coming to you live from courtside inside the Stan Sheriff Center on the University of Hawaii campus here in Honolulu, side of the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. Second of three games on the tournament's final day, the Hawaii-Northern Iowa game that was to precede this game was canceled uh, due to COVID concerns with Hawaii, but Wyoming did defeat South Florida 77-57 earlier today, and then uh, following this game, Stanford and Vanderbilt for the championship. Today, 10-3, BYU taking on 8-5 Liberty for third place. BYU's second to last game before WCC play gets underway one week from today in Portland. Time now for our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you, and tonight the coach talks about uh, playing a final division one tune-up in the non-conference campaign pride on the line here in Honolulu yeah, it's a really important game for us this is a great Liberty team you know we, we've I don't know if we've been really fortunate or really stupid um, to play championship team after championship team but this is another championship team another NCAA tournament team another team that's won 20 games for five straight seasons that's got one of the elite scorers in the entire country uh, who is is close to Steph Curry as any player in college basketball right now even the way he runs back in transition or reacts after banging a ridiculous three is you know he clearly has watched a lot of Steph highlight films and it's cre- that's a credit to him um, and an incredibly well coached team Rich McKay's a, a dear friend and uh, we've known each other for a long time he's a, a brilliant coach he's um, got a lot of uh, experience also has gone through this Tony Bennett tree for a long time and he um, is a really really good team this is a great challenge for us and so it's just an incredible opportunity for us to see if we can get better um, and we're super great for this game super great for that we get to play it in Hawaii on Christmas Day, and we got to go see if we if we're up to the task today. You're going to go into this one with uh, a bit of a different look in your starting five. You can talk about the change. Yeah, we're just gonna uh, we're gonna move Foose in the starting lineup. Try and um, see if we can get him a few more minutes um, while still getting him kind of his rest minutes. And so we're gonna see if if that helps us function a little bit better to start these games. Um, so we're, we're gonna give it a shot. He's averaging a double double through two games. Yeah, he's he's playing great basketball, and so you hate to mess with that recipe uh, as a coach. You're just like, man, why am I working with one of the pieces? Why am I messing with one of the t- pieces that's working right now? But um, we, we think it might give us some balance. Uh, um, you know, we're, we're going to 
you know, we're, we're moving a, a more veteran player into the starting lineup, exchanging a freshman for a freshman. Um, but, but you know, both these guys are getting better every day, and, and uh, hopefully this is going to be a good fit for us tonight. Is it a game-to-game thing, or do you have a turnover number that you kind of have in your head that, 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 that that's a sweet spot for you guys? Uh, yeah, we're a 10-turnover team. I mean, listen, when we function at an elite level, when we function as a top 25 team, we're a 10-minus turnover team, and, and um, that's been a real issue for us. And, and, and a lot of it's on me. Um, a lot of it's on me for lineups I'm putting on the floor. A lot of it's on me for uh, for play calling and for, um, you know, and, and maybe rushing guys into situations where – it's just not right, and, and and you know we want we want a race to becoming a great team, mm-hmm. um, but we we have to do it step by step, and and uh, so um, we, you know all of us starting from me to our players, we we got to do a better job protecting the ball. That that is that is paramount to who we are. It's you know it's we've been just getting crushed in our mobile, less worse, and, and we we have to improve there if we're going to be a great team. Uh, three point shot has been integral in all of basically. Liberty's game so far. A lot go up, and they, they they allow a lot by the same token. Yeah, they're over 50% of their shots are threes. I yeah. think 53%. And, and uh, you know, it's led by, um, you know, their starting point two, who is just this extraordinary savant of a score who's really fun to watch. But he's actually not the most he, – he may be the most dangerous, but he's, you know, um, 20 is shooting 46% from the three-point line. And, and uh, uh, their bigs are actually capable to shoot just in the last – if you just take the their stint here at Hawaii, 24 is shooting a great big 6'8", basically playing the point for them half the time. And uh, 22, their starting four, who, who actually is a point forward also. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he was three out of four in the first half, I think, against Stanford. So th- this is a team that is is really, really dangerous from the three. They play upside down a lot, meaning their bigs are um, – they're playmakers a lot. Uh, they're really, really skilled. Um, they're really capable. You'll see them, you know, these these bigs do things that you're not traditionally accustomed to seeing guys doing. They're receiving step-up screens in transition, you know, in a delayed transition. And um, so, you know, they're, this, is a, this is an NCAA tournament team for sure. And they're a team that's going to give everybody problems because you, it's a team you need prep days for. They just play different and they present different problems. And that's a that's a that's a you know that's a great combination to have. Well, Mark, thank you for the preview. Best of luck in this one. Here's to a merrier Christmas with a win, and we'll talk to you post game. Let's go, baby. That's Mark Pope leading us into tonight's and today's keys to the game. Brought to you by Ford, built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys to the contest? Well, I, I, I was looking at the stats for the Stanford-Liberty game. Stanford had 21 turnovers in that game, and that's obviously a problem for BYU. I don't expect them to be 10 where Mark says, but I think they got to be around 14 or 15. And then, of course, uh, you got to do something about Darius McGee. He's got to be right around his average. I think if he's at his average, you're great. Keep the turnovers down. BYU will win this game. He's averaging 21.4 points per game. As we head to break, we remind you that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling favorites. When you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. Coming up next, the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. 
Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good afternoon again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Stan Sheriff Center in Honolulu, Hawaii for BYU's final game at the 2021 Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic, BYU battling Liberty for the second time. The only other meeting came almost exactly 15 years ago at the Marriott Center, a game won by BYU. It was the season before Richie McKay began his first stint as Liberty's head coach. He's on his second run now with the Flames. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you courtside. Well, two nights ago, BYU lost a winnable game to Vanderbilt. A frustrating setback as BYU owned the advantages in every shooting percentage and rebounding. The game came down to giveaways. BYU had a season-high 19 turnovers turning into 18 Vanderbilt points, and that point tally was the decisive factor in that two-point win for the Commodores. Yes, the officiating was at times equally frustrating, but Mark, uh, ball security has become an issue that has certainly contributed to BYU losing three of its last seven games. I mean, you can never count on the officials to help you out late. You just need to be in a position where they can't be a factor in the game, and BYU had put themselves in that position because of the turnovers and so the question is you know it's, it seems to be a problem it's been that way for a few games now so what do you do about it well obviously you, you bring it to the, the foremost attention of your players so they're thinking about it thinking about ball security thinking about valuing the basketball valuing possessions but also you don't want to take away from their aggressiveness so it's a it's a fine line to walk but here's what you got to do one is is not commit offensive fouls better screens up front uh, be be smart when you're driving to the hoop. Recognize teams are going to step in and try and take that. Don't leave your feet. Those kind of things you can do. Second thing is you've got to, as a as a passer of the basketball, Greg, you've got to decide. Okay, if I get it to this guy, if it's a risk, if I get it to him, is that really what I want to do anyway? Uh, I mean, who's the guy catching it? I guess is what I'm yeah. saying. Don't throw a high percentage pass to a guy that gets it and it's not going to be a high percentage shot. If it's Alex Barcelo, maybe maybe take the chance. If it's uh, Atiki, who's raw down low, don't throw it to him. Um, and, and so be smart about, or if it's a back door that would be a, an easy layup, maybe take a risk. If it's a back door and there's going to be help and you're not going to score anyway, don't take the risk. I mean, you've got to be smart. You can still be aggressive and be smart and not turn it over, not commit the offensive fouls, lower that number, value possessions. And, and BYU is a really good team, and they let one slip away because they did not play smart and did not value the basketball. He is Mark Durant. Mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grilled chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp, Coconut Island Grill has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word COCONUT to 61090 to get a free drink with your next meal. That's COCONUT with two Ks, K-O-K-O-N-U-T to 61090. Coming up next, our pregame preview of BYU and Liberty continues from Honolulu on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU with Liberty tipping it off just after the bottom of the hour here in Honolulu at the Diamond Head Classic. Third place game after this contest, Stanford meets Vanderbilt for the tournament title. Today's game will see head coach Mark Pope starting his fifth different starting lineup of the season. Into the starting five, Fusene Traore at the post, replacing fellow freshman 
Atiki, Ali Atiki. So Lucas, Barcelo, Nell, Loner, and Foos. What do you think, Mark? I, I like it. I think that's a good offensive squad to get you going. And also defensively, I think Foos is a terrific rim protector, high, you know, long arms, and does a lot of good things in there. So I think, you know, sometimes you change the lineup because of necessity with injury. Other, other times, guys earn it. And Foose has earned it. He's playing good basketball, and it probably be coaching malpractice at this point to not have him on the floor for for much of the much of the game. He was plus 12 on Thursday in a game BYU lost by two. In 2022, BYU men's basketball will be dunking on cancer through generous donations. Each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU's Simmons Center for Cancer Research. For more information on the Cougs fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem.byu.edu. A last word before tip-off is coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. Tail end of our national anthem, BYU Liberty coming right up. Uh, Mark Durant, another chance today for BYU to extend that remarkable run they have with head coach Mark Pope. No consecutive regular season losses at any point in now his three-season tenure. Yeah, really remarkable stat for him, and uh, and I think this team takes a lot of pride in that. So we'll see how they bounce back because that was a tough loss the other night, and this will be a, a challenge. Tip-off of BYU and Liberty coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show, live from Honolulu, Hawaii, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.